You are now listening to Kindred Spirits Podcast on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the Kindred Spirits here on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network, a slightly less happy <laughs> show <laughs> than what we had previously uh, as one team, uh, despite, maybe I was like, maybe like, you know, maybe we we're going to have like, you know, the kickers one. I was like, maybe the spirit will pull out a victory. Maybe we'll have a, a happy, happy show around. It's not to be for the spirit as they fall two to one. John, how are you doing, my friend? <laughs> uh, I, I, I sound, I sound like the spirit are playing. I think I am yeah. the, I am the, I am the personification of uh, the unfortunate uh, form on the field right now. Um, but, you know, just like the spirit, one day I'll get healthy uh, and then I won't be as bad. What about you, Tim? Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, it was it was a good week. Um, obviously, you know, live soccer games were fun to watch, um, but it's just been it's just been a rough rough goes. Uh, I think for the for the for the spirit um, in, in a lot of ways, and it, it's so frustrating because it's not like <laughs> I mean, I'm just sitting here. I'm looking at like the front three of Elwell, Harden, and Shiva, and I'm literally just like, oh my goodness, like how. How has how the NWSL just, like, done this? And how is this not getting more attention? Um, I, I legitimately don't know. You know, I, MLS has got criticism for years for playing through international breaks. And, like, truth be told, like, you know, there were some teams that suffered. Like, there were some good teams in MLS that suffered. I think, honestly, this, this, this time around, it's maybe a little bit less of a deal for MLS teams because talent is a little bit more spread out now. Um, and I think they figured out a way to get around it for the NWSL, which is one of the top women's professional leagues in the world has numerous national team players playing on there. I legitimately do not understand why NWSL sort of forces. This would have been the time frame in my mind. <laughs> To like have like a a supremely long break. Um, I think they had a break like during the uh, during one of the other sort of friendly international breaks. I mean, this is a a month long tournament. Um, this is this is like teetering, in my opinion, on a lost season, and it's 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 incredibly sad based on the talent. Like we know this team is better than one win, six draws, and four losses. Like we know this team is better. They've yeah. literally just been, they had a few unlucky games and they've literally just been thrown to the woodshed as far as kids. And we talked, we've been talking about this all week, but like it continues to be a story because now like, it's like on top of having to play the schedule they had to play, you know, essentially being punished for success because they threw all the games in the beginning, including the challenge cup, because they thought they had to play a tournament in August uh, for the international champions cup. Like now it's like we're getting punished again because of how good our players have been and how much they have risen to the top. You know, your, your Trinity Rodman's, your Ashley Sanchez's, your um, Andy Sullivan's guys, players that were not fixtures in the national team are now being moved up. And now the team is having to sign like short-term replacement play. Like this is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. And I am, I understand like the media coverage is limited and maybe I'm missing the wrong things, but I'm seeing like, long-term long-term people who follow the women's game can't look at this and say this is ridiculous like the spirit are getting this is not because the spirit are a bad team this is because of just insane scheduling and conflicts 
And it's just, it's, we, we talk about the same thing. I feel like this is just, we could just literally put the show we had last week and just like <laughs> dub over the team that they played. Cause it's literally the same thing. Same thing do. over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Goals by. Uh, any, any, anything I'm missing, Jeff, but it, it just feels like the same thing. There, I, I would say that there are lots of independent media sources that are feeling like you do about that. They don't know how, sorry, my dog just crawled under my desk during the middle of the show. Uh, and you're gonna, you're gonna hear his nails on the on the plastic. Um, but uh, they were wondering what these games were gonna look like with so many players who have no minutes with their clubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, San Diego didn't seem to have too many problems. They they had a problem in the first half. It looked again on my uh, on my DC United on our DC United show. I always do a John Hoffman's betting corner about how I either usually lost money on DC United. Uh, this time my bet was on a draw. Because the first half in the in the first thirty minutes they had so nullified each other that I was like I think the Spirit are setting out to do this. This is their plan. This is the hope. And they looked like they were doing okay. They had they had limited opportunities. Um, unfortunately, they did not stay that way, as is often the case here uh, in Washington. But yeah, it's it's tough. You look at this lineup. Devin Kerr gets her first start for the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Karina Rodriguez comes off of Mexican duty. Did not have a very good game, I thought. Um, Dorian Bailey gets right into the starting lineup after having been absent for, I believe, the whole season. I'm pretty sure the whole season. Jordan Baggett returns after her horrible concussion. We'll talk about her in a second. Uh, Maria Sasheva, no starts. Jamia Fields, no starts. Just signed a week and a half ago. She has at least uh, NWSL experience, but I also thought she looked pretty rusty. Um, yeah, man, it's tough. I don't know what you can expect, right? Well, I, see, I, I think the biggest problem—the biggest problem has been for the spirit—is that you talk about, you know, Jordan Baggett's a player who, you know, gets who could maybe a player they're thinking beginning of the season could fill in. Anna Halfordy, I believe, it looks like she might have picked up an injury. Another player who not not an out and out starter is somebody who can fill in and doing a pretty effective job. Tara Tara Mickey Young, another player who. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, she also returned uh, for to make her first mm-hmm. appearance. So, like, you talk about all these players, all these players that are, you know, certainly players that can that can contribute. And I think they were thinking could fill in when inevitably they have all these players missing for, for international duty. Uh, the, the problem is, is that a lot of them got injured. So you had kind of your, your depth pieces get injured and then seven of your starters, which, I mean, I, I'm not going to say, honestly, I, I have to go look at, like, at San Diego's lineup. I'm going to go ahead and guess that they were probably not as impacted as the spirit. No, I mean, they're missing, they're missing Alex Morgan who had all of their goals, like 11 goals. They, I, I looked before the game started, there was no one that had more than a goal. Uh, so Taylor Corniak was another player that was taken from their team. They had one more player who I was unfamiliar with, who was also in, in camp. It's, I probably should have is known. It, is it, is it more than seven? Is it more than not numerically? Like... It, but to, so I, I, you know, I'll cop to not having watched a lot of San Diego games this season. Um, my uh, my non-spirit NWSL watching is not as high up as I hoped it would be when the season started. But it's, something's got to give sometimes. Uh, they're they're in first place for a reason, and it was evident here that without their talisman, they were still able to create and generate chances in the second half. Um, the spirit looked overmatched as they were, they couldn't really generate offensive chances. Once mm-hmm. they got a lead, I think that they also kind of knew too, that they were pretty safe. So they weren't really going for it, hammer and tongs in the second half, but yeah, no, I think uh, Jordan Baggett was, was 
hoped for and intended to be much more than a bit part contributor. I think mm-hmm. the conversations with Chris Ward were like, how are you going to fit Jordan Baggett, Dorian Bailey, Bailey Feist, Ashley Sanchez, Andy Sullivan, uh, Gabby Vincent in this midfield? Like, how are you going to do it? Little did we know, not, not really a problem. Not, <laughs> not, not really going to be an issue, man. Uh, we'll, we'll, make it, we'll make it work. People will fit in. Uh, Avery Collins also made the bench for the first time uh, in two years, I believe. Mm-hmm. So they're coming back. It's just a matter of like, you know, what, what where we're going to find some joy is at the end of this tournament, when this, when, when the United spirit of America uh, win <laughs> the tournament again, and we get all our players back, the bench is going to become immediately strengthened because then mm-hmm. you maybe have Bailey Feist on the bench. You'll have one of Jordan Baggett or Dorian Bailey on the bench. You'll have Avery Collins on the bench. You'll have Terry McKeown on the bench. Uh, you, Anna Halfordy maybe on the bench. Like it's different. It's a completely different ball game. You're gonna be able to change games in the second half. Sorry for my sound, folks. If you weren't watching the first show, uh, I am very sick and the sound I that uh, sounds awful. Uh, but <laughs> you're gonna be able to make a lot of. You're gonna be able to make difference making substitutions in the second half, and you're not throwing on people who have no NWSL minutes in two years. It's not what you have to do. Um, so this was always going to be a tough, a tough game uh, on the road, even with, even with Alex Morgan out of the game and Taylor Korniak out of the game, uh, it was always going to be a little bit tough. They were always going to probably look out to be set up defensively. And, you know, that worked. Jordan Baggett scores off a header in the 90th plus three, uh, yeah. which yeah, she, she laughed at the, uh, she laughed in the post-conference like, I don't think after that concussion, I would have assumed my first goal was with a header, but here we are. Yes, it was. It was also the two-year anniversary of her hip injury that took her out all of last year, all of this year, and most of last year. So great story there to have her back on the field. Got to get her, you know, more minutes. It's, you know, it's tough, right? I think lost season, there is something to that. Just because the giant hole that they're putting themselves in, do not themselves, well, that they find themselves in due to due to reality. Um, can they get any points here in this next run? Uh, they they go up against Kansas City Current on July 10th and Segra. Segra again, they don't ever get to play out. They're going to get to play Audi on the 17th, and then that yeah. becomes the place that they play the most of their home games. They play three games for after the 17th. They play three more games at Audi and only one more at Segra. So thank God for that as far as their output. But they're playing the current, who I would have said, similar to Racing Louisville, was an automatic win when the schedule came out. But KC Current are undefeated in their last five. So, this, you know, everyone's doing better than the Spirit, almost. So, you're, you're, no so you're, you're really looking, so I was looking, so what's the, what's the likely scenario? <laughs> what's the likely scenario for the Washington Spirit um, to to essentially make it uh, to, to when they get it, when they have presumably their full selection of players, not a crazy, like ridiculous schedule in front of them. Yep. Like, like what are, what are we looking at here? And we're looking at the 29th basically against the courage. I, I'm going to go ahead and say, if they can, we're below up, them who are, who are below them and have lost them so far three, two in the season. So what do you, what yeah. do you think they got to do? Honestly, like get, get, get some, you know, you, you're going to get your play. Fortunately, I think for, I think fortunately for, um, uh, for Chris, for Chris Ward, you're going to get, so Sunday they play the, the, the spirit, 
presumably let's just assume that the U.S. women's national team is going to make the final. Then you have 11 days before you play your next game. That's time to get players in. That's time to get training <sighs> sessions in. That's time to get get some normality back in the season. And you're setting yourself up with nine games, nine games that you need probably I'd have to look at like, I'd be curious, like what the playoffs, I mean, obviously there's another team added two teams added. So maybe it makes it a little more difficult, but you know, you essentially, you know, I think if they can stay right now, they're five points back in the, and there's everybody's somehow North Carolina has only played eight games. I, yeah. They've got, they've got a lot of games in hand. <laughs> someone explain that. I, I'm, you know what? I'm not getting into it. I'm not getting into it anymore. This is like, this is, this is ridiculous scheduling in every sense, but you got nine games. I think you got to get, I'm going to go and say 20 of those 27 points, at least of those remaining games. Like that puts you probably at least somewhat into the playoffs. Um, I mean, they can go on a tear. They absolutely have the talent to go on a tear. Um, I think of these next two games, you got two games at home. I I think you need minimum of four points. Yeah. Probably need six points, honestly. Like just to right that ship, get that, get the groove back in. Um, and then I think six points then I think can a lot can change and change very quickly. And here's what I'll say, like, yes, the, the, you know, North Carolina courage have played eight games, but they're also, they also then have to do a basically the spirit did. they got to like cram a bunch of games in there. They got to play a bunch of Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. I don't know if it'll be as crazy. Hopefully it's this before they play them. <laughs> hopefully they've got a, <laughs> hopefully they've got a game two days before they play them at, uh, yeah. at Wakeman. Yeah, so you know, hope you know. Hopefully, I think if they can pick up a couple wins, they can maybe you know get themselves within striking distance. That conceivably they can go on a tear in the final half of the season, just like they did last year, and put themselves you know back in division. Like I said, they'll be playing you know most of their games back at um, back at uh, back at Audi Field. They don't have they have only the biggest trip. I guess they would have would be a trip to L.A to play Angel City on the 21st. And they got Kansas City and Houston. Uh, they don't have to travel out to Portland. They've already done that trip and everything like that. So um, I, I, I think it's still, this team certainly does have the talent to get back into it. I, I think they really just, I, I think if you're Chris Ward, you got to find a way, at, particularly at home, you got two games at home now, get the best training station you can in there and try to pick up maximum points, um, especially against Orlando, who are near the bottom of the table. Uh, 2021, 2021 spirit beats the current. On the tenth, they beat the pride. They probably beat the courage. They beat definitely beat Louisville, and then they have problems with Portland. So that, so that you know, last year four four wins on the trot. Not even not even question. I think that's that. that I think it's incontrovertible evidence based on their performance this yeah. year. It's it's tough. I look at that lineup. Tara McKeown should start. Mm-hmm. I want to see her start against the current. You know, generating opportunities was a problem this last game. This is, you know, it did look it did look better in the second half. It looked a yeah. lot better in the second half. Again, you know, the, the wave is also sitting back a little bit. Um, they were. But it did look a lot better in that second half. Yeah, it's tough to like blame the spirit for depending too much on some players because it's seven players. So it's yeah. like no. you're depending no, too no, much no. on your entire offense. No, not even just your your your, def- your defensive your players, your midfield, your, your offense, your goalkeeper. Like no, like name me a team. Like your your Manchester United's, your Liverpool's, your your Real Madrid's aside. Name me another team that can be successful missing seven starters. 
The spirit should like, get an I mean, extra five roster spots and more money to fill those spots. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Or, or the spirit they, you just, know what they should be? They should be allowed to sign a player who they just announced, oh, yeah, it's going through the lottery system. Uh-huh. The uh-huh. player's been training with them. I'll have to go back and look. I forget the player that they're that they're trying to sign out. His name, the name escapes me. Um, we should also mention apparently also, um, I think we I think we didn't decline declined to mention this. Uh, Morgan Golf announced their retirement. Um, yep. in uh, which I, I think was <laughs> I'm not sure that made Chris Ward. <laughs> it's like another body no, walking out the door, but I made a joke about that on Reddit, and I think I got banned from the NWSL Reddit for saying Boy, I wish you could have waited a month for this retirement, but everyone was very upset at me for saying that, you know. Uh, apparently, she posted on her Instagram that, like, she just needed to go for her mental health. So that's fine. I just got to go. You got to go. Uh, just as far as the spirit were concerned, they're like, man, we are signing bodies off the street. It would have been really nice yeah. to keep you for at least three more weeks. But, hey, you got to go. You got to go now. <coughs> but Yeah, you got, you know, honestly, we're joking. We're yes. on, we, it is honestly a joke. Um it's you know it's i think it's a nature it's maybe a bit of a nature of of what you know i'm sure she's not she's not probably on the sort of bottom end of the contract spectrum so that and that happens that happens consistently still it happens consistently still in mls it happened a lot more you know previously in mls especially like you had players walking away sometimes like two or three a season that were just like nope i'm done with this i'm tired of making Eleven thousand dollars a year. I'm gonna go make more money as an entry level uh, entry level data data entry person for Geico. Yeah. Goodbye. See you. Get out of here. Yeah. I got Jaden uh, Shaw. By the way, is the player um, yep. is apparently going to enter the the NWSL lottery. Player who's trained at at. I understand the rules and and everything like that. I feel like NWSL has to has to come up with a system that they can like sign and develop players. We'll we'll see if that happens. I think that's going to be the next. I step. think after this, I think this was. The please don't sue me, uh, Olivia Moultrie again, uh, <laughs> plan. And I think in the, potentially in the offseason, they'll come up with something that they can do. It's like Chris Ward was like, MLS could do this. Every other league in the world can do this. What makes us so special that we can't we can't figure this out? Uh, yeah, but let, let's see. A win is entirely possible, even with the even with that roster, even on that field. The current are, are a better team than they were last year. But I honestly think the game against the Pride. At Audi Field is a must-win. You're not on your you're not on your garbage plastic small field. You got hopefully a good turnout, and the Orlando Pride are decimated. They have been yeah. hollowed out from the inside. Yeah. They got they got they got nobody. If you uh, they got Marta is injured, correct? I think she's got she she tore her knee in the beginning of the season. I'm 97 percent sure. Uh, so her, yeah, that makes sense. Sydney Larue just got traded to Angel City. That was who was supposed to pick up the brunt of the of the duty from Alex Morgan. Taylor Korniak was traded from Orlando to San Diego this season. Mm-hmm. In the in the offseason, Allie Krieger uh, and the goalkeeper who should not be named because she gets so mad on Twitter, Ashlyn Harris. <laughs> <laughs> Ashlyn Harris, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, this team they, they they just cycle this entire team out. The coach is on administrative leave, so the Orlando mm-hmm. Pride are a mess. There is rumors that they're going to be moved to Minnesota because they were bought by the the Wilf family out of Minnesota. Certainly, if you were going to completely, you know, I, I, this seems like something you would do if you were to do that. You'd sort of strip your team and get 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 make it cheap before you move it uh, and, and accumulate assets. But that's a game you got. That, that would be crazy because I mean, there's no way. I mean, there's no way they they bought Orlando, the Orlando um, city. 
Um, also, I, I think some other news that came out that apparently uh, new expansion coming out, which is also adding to the stress <laughs> of how good this team is and how many players they might lose in said draft. Uh, even with bad, I think there's certainly some players who can be born in the league. Uh, but apparently uh, Salt Lake City coming back to the NWSL. So a uh, very, very good thing. Uh, it's a team that probably never should have never should have left. Um, unfortunate circumstances. And that's uh, good to see the bring. 2023 for that and and the Bay Area, I believe, is the the speculated. There's a list of five. There's a list of five cities that are sort of rumored, but uh, Bay Area sounds. The Sacramento had a spot, and then Ron Burkle, he of the tanking the Sacramento Republic bid for MLS, asked to move his rights to San Diego, and hence San Diego Way was born. I still think the league would like to be represented in Northern California. I think there's a lot of mm-hmm. money there. I think there's a lot of there's definitely a lot of soccer fans. Um, yeah, and it's also it's also about you know moving out that western sort of that western part, um, building up that western part because I think before it was just really Portland and Seattle at one point. So you need to build out. So now you have three California teams in three California teams in two seasons. They really they went fast on it. There's yeah. still no team in Boston. There's still no team in Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's 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 a lot they, expansion. Yeah needs to come for this for this for this league and it will uh i'm not excited about all the expansion drafts that we'll have to weather as as spirit watchers but you know what you got to do uh and you can't lose a team player to national team duty if they've been stolen from you in expansion draft so you've always got that (laughs) you've got that to worry about i I think at at the very least i have i'm a little less worried considering the ownership situation now with the spirit then I would be about like if this was like DC and like we had our ownership situation and we had a bunch of expansion teams coming in. I mean, like, there's no hope for us. <laughs> like we're 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 toast. But um, I think we're we are going to have. I'm I, I'm thinking one of the more committed owners um, in the league because um, I mean there's still question marks. I think with any of the teams coming in about you know how committed is the ownership? Or is this just a you know portfolio di- diversification, not a team that's interested in succeeding? You know, group you know how you can show me that you can, you can sign you know, the, the window is open now. Yep. The internet, the internet, the, the NWSL roster edition window is open. So Michelle at, at all and, and new GM, uh, please, <laughs> please help a marker Corian. Please uh, find for me a player uh, or two, find me, find for me a forward, find for me a center back. That'd be great. Do, do you think, do you think this team makes the move for Jaden Shaw? Do you think they say, Oh Yeah. Yep. You, do you do you think they may, do you think they get Jaden Shaw? Do you think they say, "Yep, I think that's right." You know, we're going to trade a first round draft pick, you know, yep. and, and grab Jaden Shaw. I think that would be probably what would happen. I think they so. will because they are so young. Otherwise, draft picks they don't. I mean, it, it's a nice to have, but I think they I think they need the asset now. I think they need something mm-hmm. that's that they're familiar with. They don't can't really because when everyone's yeah. healthy, it's like it's like a draft pick. Making this trade is like a player you would have drafted. It would have been yeah, nice to be able to just sign them, but you can't apparently. I mean, and you need some insurance. You don't. You don't know this league changes very quickly. <laughs> we have seen this league change incredibly quickly, um, and uh, you never know when. You know, you got Ashley Sanchez out. You know, from the California area, you've got certainly got Trendy Ramen out there in California. So you know, they've got them signed down to long term contracts, but you know, you you never know what's going to happen. Um, as far as like players moving and stuff like that. So it's, it's certainly good to uh, keep, keep that eye on, like, we need to keep building depth and building strength. Um, I, I think the change in ownership and the situation now is certainly a lot more conducive to holding on to those players 
because they're going to be in a good situation. I'm like, could not say that last season or even the season before that with what we saw. Um, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens with James Shaw. We'll see what happens if the team goes out and get some players. I think they almost have to, um, they, like, they if we knew, have to go out. If we knew anything about the salary situation, which we do not, if we thought MOS was vague about this, NWSL is super vague. Non-existent. Who knows? Non-existent. So hopefully <laughs> there's room. I mean, you got to imagine with seven national team players, the salary cap situation may be a little tight. Uh, you had to get, you made Trinity Robin the most highest paid player in NWSL. You gave Ashley Sanchez a new contract pretty recently. Mm-hmm. You've got Kelly O'Hara playing for free. Emily Sonnen playing for free. Ashley Hatch got a new contract after winning the golden boot and getting call-ups. So these are all players who took a big raise, uh, reasonably so, uh, but there has to be room for that. So maybe that's a piece of this. Maybe that's a piece yeah. of why uh, there's not a lot of experience on the bench. Yeah. Or in some cases, like Nicole Barnhart, there's so much experience. We've got a 42-year-old backup goalkeeper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. I think that's going to do it for this episode of uh, Kindred Spirits. Uh, obviously, check us out, rfurefugees.com, patreon.com slash rfurefugees if you want to donate to this show. Help support the show. You guys have been awesome about doing that. Um, we also got our Twitch page with our live stream. If you want to check us out, we talk live spirit. Um, yeah, and uh, hopefully, I, I mean, all knowing this, it's going to be like DC is going to get blown away, and then like the spirit are going to win, and we're going to have like another mixed mixed right. bag of a show. That's well, an emotion- we, can, we can never be we can never be completely happy. We're either and emotionally uneven. Or- <laughs> exactly. I'm, exactly. All right, guys. I want to I want to say something before we wrap here. Um, folks who listen to the show, please tell your spirit friends about this show. Uh, mm-hmm. We we. Uh, we wanted to break this out separately and do its own standalone thing uh, for the spirit because a, there is to my knowledge, no other spirit podcast. We are it. We're the only one. Uh, Jason Anderson has moved on to do paid work now. <laughs> so he's no longer doing this on the side. Uh, tell your friends about us. I know there are a lot of spirit fans. I know there's a lot of spirit fans on Twitter who may not know us because we started as a DC United focused show and they maybe that weren't fans of that uh, or they just didn't care. Or they're not podcast people. But uh, I'd really ask that you help us get the word out in the spirit community about the fact that this exists. I think it's, there's an opportunity for it to grow, uh, but I really just want to make sure that we are uh, getting in front of the right people that, that may have not been able to hear us before. I think there's uh, a community there and we just want to reach it right now. It's uh, there's a lot of room to grow. That's what I'll just say. So uh, help us do that. It's on you market it, market us for free, please. <laughs> definitely definitely join in during the discussion we, we we i love it if we got some calls for the spirit podcast i think as well on our live show join our live show come join in all right guys that's gonna do it we'll get you guys next week bye bye welcome in, ladies and gentlemen boys and girls the kindred spirits here in the arc refugees podcast network a slightly less happy <laughs> show yeah. than what we had previously uh, as one team uh, despite maybe i was like maybe like you know maybe we're gonna have like you know the kickers one i was like maybe the spirit will pull out a victory maybe we'll have a, a happy happy show around it's not to be for the spirit as they fall two to one john how are you doing my friend <laughs> uh, i i, I sound i sound like the spirit are playing i think i am yeah. the i'm the i'm the personification of uh the unfortunate uh form on the field right now um but you know just like the spirit one day i'll get healthy 
uh, and then I won't be as bad. What about you, Tim? Yeah, yeah I mean, it was, it was a good week. Um, obviously, you know, live soccer games were fun to watch. Um, but it's just been, it's just been a rough, rough goes, uh, I think for the, for the, for the spirit, um, in, in a lot of ways. And it, it's so frustrating because it's not like, <laughs> I mean, I'm just sitting here, I'm looking at like the front three of LL Harden and Shiva and I'm literally just like, oh my goodness, like how, how, how is the NWSL just like done this and how is this not getting more attention um i legitimately don't know you know mls has got criticism for years for playing through international breaks and like truth be told like you know there were some teams that suffered like there were some good teams in mls that suffered i think honestly this 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 time around it's maybe a little bit less of a deal for mls teams because talent is a little bit more spread out now um and i think they figured out a way to get around it for the NWSL, which is one of the top women's professional leagues in the world, has numerous national team players playing on there. I legitimately do not understand why NWSL sort of forces. This would have been the time frame in my mind to like have like a, a supremely long break. Um, I think they had a break like during the uh, during one of the other sort of friendly international breaks. I mean, this is a, a month long tournament. Um, this is, this is like teetering in my opinion on a lost season. And it's, it's, it's incredibly sad based on the talent. Like we know this team is better than one win, six draws and four losses. Like we know this team is better. They've literally just been, they had a few unlucky games and they've literally just been thrown to the woodshed as far as seriously. And we talked, we've been talking about this all week, but like it continues to be a story because now like, it's like on top of having to play the schedule they had to play you know, essentially being punished for success because they threw all the games in the beginning, including the Challenge Cup, because they thought they had to play a tournament in August uh, for the International Champions Cup. Like, now it's like we're getting punished again because of how good our players have been and how much they have risen to the top. You know, your your Trinity Rodmans, your Ashley Sanchez's, your um, Andy Sullivan's, guys, players that were not fixtures in the national team, are now being moved up. And now the team is having to sign like short-term replacement play. Like this is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. And I am, I understand like the media coverage is limited and maybe I'm missing the wrong things, but I'm seeing like long-term, long-term people who follow the women's game can't look at this and say, this is ridiculous. Like the spirit are getting, this is not because the spirit are a bad team. This is because of, just insane scheduling and conflicts. And it's just, it's, we, we talk about the same thing. I feel like this is just, we could just literally put the show we had last week and just like <laughs> dub over the team that they played. Cause it's literally the same thing. So same do you thing do. over and over again. <laughs> Goals by uh, any, any, anything I'm missing, John, but it, it just feels like the same thing. There are, I would say that there are lots of independent media sources that are feeling like you do about, that they don't know how sorry my dog just crawled under my desk during the middle of the show uh and you're gonna, you're gonna hear his nails on the on the plastic um but uh they were wondering what these games were going to look like with so many players who have no minutes with their clubs mm-hmm. uh you know san diego didn't seem to have too many problems they, they had a problem in the first half it looked 
again on my uh, on my DC United on our DC United show, I always do a John Hoffman's betting corner about how I either usually lost money on DC United. Uh, this time, my bet was on a draw because the first half in the in the first thirty minutes they had so nullified each other that I was like, I think the Spirit are setting out to do this. This is their plan. This is the hope, and they looked like they were doing okay. They had they had limited opportunities. Um, unfortunately, they did not stay that way, as is often the case here uh, in Washington. But yeah, it's it's tough. You look at this lineup. Devin Kerr gets her first start for the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Karina Rodriguez comes off of Mexican duty. Did not have a very good game, I thought. Um, Dorian Bailey gets right into the starting lineup after having been absent for, I believe, the whole season. I'm pretty sure the whole season. Jordan Baggett returns after her horrible concussion. We'll talk about her in a second. Uh, Marissa Sheva, no starts. Jamia Fields, no starts. Just signed a week and a half ago. She has at least uh, NWSL experience, but I also thought she looked pretty rusty. Um, yeah, man, it's tough. I don't know what you can expect, right? Well, I, see, I, I think the biggest problem, the biggest problem has been for the spirit is that you talk about, you know, Jordan Baggett's a player who, you know, gets, who could maybe a player they're thinking beginning of the season could fill in. Anna Halfordy, I believe, it looks like she might've picked up an injury. Another player who not, not an out and out starter is somebody who can fill in and doing a pretty effective job. Tara, Tara Mickey Young. Another player who. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, she also returned uh, for to make her first appearance. So, like, you talk about all these players, all these players that are, you know, certainly players that can that can contribute, and I think they were thinking could fill in when inevitably they have all these players missing for for international duty. Uh, the the problem is is that a lot of them got injured, so you had kind of your your depth pieces get injured, and then seven of your starters. Which I mean, I, I'm not going to say honestly. I, I have to go look at like at San Diego's lineup, I'm going to go ahead and guess that they were probably not as impacted as the spirit. No, I, I mean, they're missing, they're missing Alex Morgan who had all of their goals, like 11 goals. They, I, I looked before the game started, there was no one that had more than a goal. Uh, so Taylor Corniak was another player that was taken from their team. They had one more player who I was unfamiliar with, who was also in, in camp. I probably should have is known. It, is it, is it more than seven? Is it more than not numerically? Like... It, but to, so I, I, you know, I'll cop to not having watched a lot of San Diego games this season. Um, my uh, my non-spirit NWSL watching is not as high up as I hoped it would be when the season started. But it's, something's got to give sometimes. Uh, they're they're in first place for a reason, and it was evident here that without their talisman, they were still able to create and generate chances in the second half. Um, the spirit looked overmatched as they were, they couldn't really generate offensive chances. Once mm-hmm. they got a lead, I think that they also kind of knew too, that they were pretty safe. So they weren't really going for it, hammer and tongs in the second half, but yeah, no, I think uh, Jordan Baggett was, was hoped for and intended to be much more than a bit part contributor. I think mm-hmm. the conversations with Chris Ward were like, how are you going to fit Jordan Baggett, Dorian Bailey, Bailey Feist, Ashley Sanchez, Andy Sullivan, uh, Gabby Vincent in this midfield. Like, how are you going to do it? Little did we know, not not really a problem. Not <laughs> not, not really going to be an issue, man. Uh, we'll we'll make we'll make it work. People will fit in. Uh, Avery Collins also made the bench for the first time uh, in two years, I believe. Mm-hmm. So they're coming back. It's just a matter of like, you know, what what where we're going to find some joy is at the end of this tournament when this when what when the United Spirit of America uh, win the tournament again, and we get all our players back. 
the bench is going to become immediately strengthened because then mm-hmm. you maybe have Bailey Feist on the bench. You'll have one of Jordan Baggett or Dory Bailey on the bench. You'll have Avery Collins on the bench. You'll have Terry McKeown on the bench. Uh, you, you're, you're Anna Halfordy maybe on the bench. Like it's different. It's a completely different ball game. You're gonna be able to change games in the second half. Sorry for my sound, folks. If you weren't watching the first show, uh, I am very sick and the sound I that uh, sounds awful. Uh, but <laughs> you're gonna be able to make a lot of. You're gonna be able to make difference making substitutions in the second half, and you're not throwing on people who have no NWL minutes in two years. It's not what you have to do. Um, so this was always gonna be a tough, a tough game. Uh, on the road, even with even with Alex Morgan out of the game and Taylor Korniak out of the game, uh, it was always going to be a little bit tough. They were always going to probably look out to be set up defensively, and you know that worked. Jordan Baggett scores off a header in the 90th plus three, uh, yeah. which yeah, she she laughed at the uh, she laughed in the post conference like I don't think after that concussion I would have assumed my first goal was with a header, but here we are. Yes, it was. It was also the two-year anniversary of her hip injury that took her out all of last year, all of this year, and most of last year. So great story there to have her back on the field. Got to get her, you know, more minutes. It's, you know, it's tough, right? I think lost season, there is something to that. Just because the giant hole that they're putting themselves in, to, not themselves, well, that they find themselves in due to, due to reality. Um. Can they get any points here in this next run? Uh, they, they go up against Kansas City Current on July 10th and Segura. Segura, again, they don't ever get to play it out. They're going to get to play Audi on the 17th. And then that yeah. becomes the place that they play the most of their home games. They play three games for after the 17th. They play three more games at Audi and only one more at Segura. So thank God for that as far as their output. But they're playing the Current, who I would have said, similar to Racing Louisville, was an automatic win when the schedule came out, but Casey current are undefeated in their last five. So this, you know, everyone's doing better than the spirit almost. So you're, so you're, you're really looking. So I was looking, so what's the, what's the likely scenario? (laughs) What's the likely scenario for the Washington spirit um, to, to essentially make it uh, to, to when they get it, when they have presumably they're, full selection of players, not a crazy, like ridiculous schedule in front of them. Yep. Like, like what are, what are we looking at here? And we're looking at the 29th basically against the courage. I, I'm going to go ahead and say, if they can we're below up- them who are, who are below them and have lost them so far three, two in the season. So what do you, what yeah. do you think they got to do? Honestly, like get, get, get some, you know, you, you're going to get your play. Fortunately, I think for, I think fortunately for, um, uh, for Chris, for Chris Ward, you're going to get, so Sunday they play the, the, the spirit, presumably let's just assume that the U U S women's national team is going to make the final. Then you have 11 days before you play your next game. That's time to get players in. That's time to get training <sighs> sessions in. That's time to get, get some normality back in the season. And you're setting yourself up with nine games, nine games that you need probably I'd have to look at like, I'd be curious like what the playoffs, I mean, obviously there's another team added two teams added. So maybe it makes it a little more difficult, but you know, you essentially, you know, I think if they can stay right now, they're five points back, you know, and there's everybody's somehow North Carolina has only played eight games. Yeah. They've got, they've got a lot of games in hand. (laughs) Someone explain that. I'm, you know what? I'm not getting into it. I'm not getting into it anymore. This is like, this is, this is ridiculous scheduling in every sense, but you got nine games. 
I think you got to get, I'm going to go and say 20 of those 27 points, at least of those remaining games like that puts you probably at least somewhat into the playoffs. Um, I mean, they can go on a tear. They absolutely have the talent to go on a tear. Um, I think of these next two games, you got two games at home. I, I think you need m- minimum of four points. Yeah. Probably need six points, honestly. Yep. Like just to write that ship, get that, get the groove back in. Um, and then I think six points then I think can, a lot can change and change very quickly. And here's what I'll say. Like, yes, the, the, you know, North Carolina courage have played eight games, but there's also, they also then have to do what basically the spirit did. They got to like cram a bunch of games in there. They got to play a bunch of Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. I don't know if it'll be as crazy. Hopefully it's this before they play them. <laughs> hopefully they've got a, <laughs> hopefully they've got a game two days before they play them at, uh, yeah. at Wakeman. Yeah. So, you know, hope, you know, hopefully I think if they can pick up a couple wins that can maybe, you know, get themselves within striking distance that conceivably they can go on a tear in the final half of the season, just like they did last year and put themselves, you know, back in division. Like I said, they'll be playing, you know, most of their games back at, um, back at, uh, back at Audi field. They don't have, they have only the biggest trip I guess they would have would be a trip to LA to play Angel City on the 21st. And they got Kansas City and Houston. Uh, they don't have to travel out to Portland. They've already done that trip and everything like that. So um, I, I, I think it's still, this team certainly does have the talent to get back into it. I, I think they really just, I, I think if you're Chris Ward, you got to find a way, at, particularly at home, you got two games at home now, get the best training station you can in there and try to pick up maximum points, um, especially against Orlando, who are near the bottom of the table. Uh, 2021, 2021 spirit beats the current. On the 10th, they beat the Pride. They probably beat the Courage. They beat, definitely beat Louisville, and then they have problems with Portland. So that, so that you know, last year, four, four wins on the trot. Not even, not even question. I think that's, that, that, I think it's incontrovertible evidence based on their performance. This yeah. year, it's, it's tough. I look at that lineup. Tara McKeown should start. Mm-hmm. I want to see her start against the Current. You know, generating opportunities was a problem this last game. This is, you know, it did look it did look better in the second half. It looked a yeah. lot better in the second half. Again, you know, the, the wave is also sitting back a little bit. Um, they were. But it did look a lot better in that second half. Yeah, it's tough to like blame the spirit for depending too much on some players because it's seven players. So it's yeah, like no, you're depending maybe, too much on your entire offense. No, not even just your your your, def- your defensive your defense. players, your midfield, your, your offense, your goalkeeper. Like, no, like, name me a team. Like, your, your Manchester Uniteds, your Liverpools, your, your Real Madrids aside, name me another team that can be successful missing seven starters. The Spirit should like, get an name- extra five roster spots and more money to fill those spots. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Or, or the Spirit. You just- know what they should be? They should be allowed to sign a player who they just announced, oh, yeah, it's going through the lottery system. Uh-huh. You know, this uh-huh. player's been training with them. I have to go back and look. I forget the player that they're that they're trying to sign out. His name, the name escapes me. Um, we should also mention apparently also. Um, I think we, I think we declined declined to mention this. Uh, Morgan Golf announced their retirement. Um, yep. In uh, which I, I think was. <laughs> I'm not sure that made Chris Ward. <laughs> it's like another body no, walking out the door. But I made a joke about that on Reddit, and I think I got banned from the NWSL Reddit for saying. Boy, I wish you could have waited a month for this retirement, but everyone was very upset at me for saying that, you know. Uh, apparently, she posted on her Instagram that, like, she just 
needed to go for her mental health. So that's fine. I just got to go. You got to go. Uh, just as far as the spirit were concerned, they're like, man, we are signing bodies off the street. It would have been really nice yeah. to keep you for at least three more weeks, but Hey, you gotta go. You gotta go now. <coughs> but yeah, you got, you know, honestly, we're joking. We're yes. honest. We, it is honestly a joke. Um, it's, you know, it's, I think it's a nature. It's maybe a bit of a nature of, of what, you know, I'm sure she's not, she's not probably on the sort of bottom end of the contract spectrum. So that, and that happens, that happens consistently still, it happens consistently still in MLS. It happened a lot more, you know, previously in MLS, especially like you had players walking away sometimes like two or three a season. They were just like, nope, I'm done with this. I'm tired of making $11,000 a year. I'm going to go make more money as an entry level, uh, entry level data, data entry person for Geico. Goodbye. See you. Get out of here. Yeah, I got uh, Jaden Shaw, by the way, is the player. Um, yep. Is apparently going to enter the the NWSL lottery. Player who's trained at at. I understand the rules and and everything like that. I feel like the NWSL has to has to come up with a system that they can like sign and develop players. We'll we'll see if that happens. I think that's going to be the next. I step. think after this, I think this was the please don't sue me, uh, Olivia Moultrie again uh, plan. <laughs> And I think in the, potentially in the offseason, they'll come up with something that they can do. It's like Chris Ward was like, MLS could do this. Every other league in the world can do this. What makes us so special that we can't, we can't figure this out? Uh, yeah, but let, let's see. A win is entirely possible. Even with, the, even with that roster, even on that field, the current are, are a better team than they were last year. But I honestly think the game against the Pride at Audi Field is a must win. You're not on your, you're not on your garbage plastic small field. You got hopefully a good turnout, and the Orlando Pride are decimated. They have been yeah. hollowed out from the inside. Yeah. They got, they got, they got nobody. If you, uh, they got Marta is injured, correct? I think she's got she she tore her knee in the beginning of the season. I'm 97 percent sure. Uh, so her, yeah, that makes sense. Sydney Larue just got traded to Angel City. That was who was supposed to pick up the brunt of the of the duty from Alex Morgan. Taylor Korniak was traded from Orlando to San Diego this season. In the in the offseason, Allie Krieger uh, and the goalkeeper who should not be named because she gets so mad on Twitter, Ashlyn Harris. <laughs> <laughs> Ashlyn Harris, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, this team, they, they, they just cycle this entire team out. The coach is on administrative leave. So the Orlando mm-hmm. Pride are a mess. There is rumors that they're going to be moved to Minnesota because they were bought by the, the Wilf family out of Minnesota. Certainly, if you were going to completely, you know, I, I, this seems like something you would do. If you were to do that, you'd sort of strip your team and get, get, get make it cheap before you move it uh, and, and accumulate assets. But that's a game you got to be That would be crazy because, I mean, there's no way. I mean, there's no way they, they bought Orlando, the Orlando um, City. Um, also, I, I think some of the news that came out that apparently uh, new expansion coming out, which is also adding to the stress <laughs> about how good this team is and how many players they might lose in said draft. Uh, even with that, I think there's certainly some players who'd be willing to dig. Uh, but apparently, uh, Salt Lake City coming back to the NWSL, so uh, very, very good thing. Uh, it's a team that probably never should have never should have left. Um, unfortunate circumstances, and that's uh, good to see them. Bring- 2023 for that and and the Bay Area, I believe, is the the speculated. There's a list of five. There's a list of five cities that are sort of rumored, but uh, Bay Area sounds. The Sacramento had a spot, and then Ron Burkle, he of the tanking the Sacramento Republic bid for MLS, asked to move his rights to San Diego, and hence the San Diego Wave was born. 
I still think the league would like to be represented in Northern California. I think there's a lot of mm-hmm. money there. I think there's a lot of there's definitely a lot of soccer fans. Um, yeah, and it's also it's also about you know moving out that western sort of that western part, um, building up that western part because I think before it was just really Portland and Seattle at one point. So you need to build out. So now you have three California teams in three California teams in two seasons. They really they went fast on it. There's yeah. still no team in Boston. There's still no team in Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's 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 lar- they, expansion yeah. needs to come for this for this for this league and it will. Uh, I'm not excited about all the expansion drafts that we'll have to weather as, as spirit watchers, but you know what you got to do. Uh, and you can't lose a team player in a national team duty if they've been stolen from you in expansion drafts. So you've always got yeah. that. <laughs> you've got that to worry about. I, I, I think at the, at the very least, I have, I'm a little less worried considering the ownership situation now with the spirit than I would be about like, if this was like DC and like we had our ownership situation and we had a bunch of expansion teams coming in. I mean, like, there's no hope for us. Like we're, we're, we're toast, but um, I think we're, we are going to have, I'm, I, I'm thinking one of the more committed owners um, in the league. Um, Cause I mean, there's still question marks, I think with any of the teams coming in about, you know, how committed is the ownership? Or is this just a, you know, portfolio di- diversification, not a team that's interested in succeeding. Not an you know, ownership group that's interested in succeeding. You know how you can show me that? You can, you can sign, you know, the, the window is open now. Yep. The internet, the internet, the, the NWSL roster edition window is open. So Michelle at all and, and new GM, uh, please, <laughs> please help a uh, marker Corian. Please uh, find for me a player uh, or two, find me, find for me a forward, find for me a center back. That'd be great. Do, do you think, do you think this team makes a move for Jaden Shaw? Do you think they say, Oh yeah. Yep. You, do you, do you think they make? do you think they get Jaden Shaw? Do you think they say, Yep, I think that's right. Gonna, I, you know, we're gonna trade a first round draft pick, you know, yep. and grab Jade Shaw. I think that would be probably what, what would happen. I think they so. will because they are so young. Otherwise, draft picks, they don't. I mean, it, it's a nice to have, but I think they, I think they need the asset now. I think they need something mm-hmm. that's that they're familiar with. They don't can't really because when everyone's yeah. healthy, it's like it's like a draft pick. Making this trade is like a player you would have drafted. It would have been yeah, nice to it, be able to just sign them, but you can't apparently. I mean, and you need some insurance. You don't, you don't know this league changes very quickly. <laughs> we have seen this league change incredibly quickly. Um, and uh, you never know when, you know, you got Ashley Sanchez out, you know, from the California area. You've got certainly got Trendy Ramen out there in California. So, you know, they've got them signed down to long-term contracts, but, you know, you, you never know what's going to happen um, as far as like players moving and stuff like that. So it's, it's certainly good to uh, keep, Keep that eye on, like, we need to keep building depth and building strength. Um, I, I think the change in ownership and the situation now is certainly a lot more conducive to holding on to those players because they're going to be in a good situation. I'm like, could not say that last season or even the season before that with what we saw. Um, so, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens with Jaden Shaw. We'll see what happens if this team goes out and gets some players. I think they almost have to. Um, they if almost we knew, have to go out. If we knew anything about the salary situation – which we do not. If we thought MLS was vague about this, NWSL is super vague. Not existent. Who knows? Not existent. So hopefully there's room. I mean, you got to imagine with seven national team players, the salary cap situation may be a little tight. Uh, you had to get, you made Trinity Robin the most highest paid player in NWSL. You gave Ashley Sanchez a new contract pretty recently. Mm-hmm. You've got 
Kelly O'Hara ain't playing for free. Emily Sonnen ain't playing for free. Ashley Hatch got a new contract after winning the Golden Boot and getting call ups. So these are all players who took a big raise, uh, reasonably so. Uh, but there has to be room for that. So maybe that's a piece of this. Maybe that's a piece yeah. of why uh, there's not a lot of experience on the bench. Yeah. Or in some cases, like Nicole Barnhart, there's so much experience. We've got a 42 year old backup goalkeeper. Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks, I think that's going to do it for this episode of uh, Kindred Spirits. Uh, obviously, check us out, rfurefugees.com, patreon.com slash rfurefugees if you want to donate to the show. Help support the show. You guys have been awesome about doing that. Um, you also got our Twitch page with our live stream if you want to check us out and talk live spirit. Um, yeah, and uh, hopefully, I, I mean, all knowing this, it's going to be like DC's going to get blown away and then like the spirit are going to win and we're going to have like another mixed, mixed right. bag of a show. Uh, an emotion- we, can, we, can never be, we can never be completely happy. We're either and emotionally uneven. <laughs> exactly. I'm, exactly. All right, guys. I want to. I want to say something before we wrap here. Um, folks who listen to the show, please tell your spirit friends about this show. Uh, mm-hmm. We we uh, we wanted to break this out separately and do its own standalone thing uh, for the spirit because a there is, to my knowledge, no other spirit podcast. We are it. We're the only one. Uh, Jason Anderson has moved on to do paid work now. <laughs> so he's no longer doing this on the side. Uh, tell your friends about us. I know there are a lot of spirit fans. I know there's a lot of spirit fans on Twitter who may not know us because we started as a DC United focused show and they maybe not weren't fans of that uh, or they just didn't care. Or they're not podcast people, but uh, I'd really ask that you help us get the word out in the spirit community about the fact that this exists. I think it's, there's an opportunity for it to grow. Uh, but I really just want to make sure that we are uh, getting in front of the right people that, that may have not been able to hear us before. I think there's uh, a community there and we just want to reach it right now. It's uh, there's a lot of room to grow. That's what I'll just say. So uh, help us do that. It's on uh, you yes. market it, market us for free, please. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely join in. Join the discussion. We, 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 I love it. If we got some calls for this beer podcast, I think as well in our live show, join our live show. Come join in. All right, guys, that's going to do it. We'll get you guys next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.